It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Huddle up, huddle up, huddle up. On Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. And the Giants mobile Get them in there, let's go. Part of the Giants podcast network. The Giants have their initial roster heading into the 2023 regular season. The final cutdown time and day was Tuesday at 4 o'clock, and the Giants got their roster down to comply with NFL rules. I am John Schmelke. He is Paul Dottino to break it all down for you. When we get to the end of this, you might notice that the Giants are not at 53. They're at 52. I will refer to it as the 53-man roster anyway. Otherwise, I will mentally confuse myself. So just keep that in mind, and we'll see what the Giants do in the next day or two uh, to get up to 53 when other roster moves become official. And, of course, this roster will, of course, also change more likely than not between now and the first regular season game. Game as other teams wave players, cut players, the Giants might bring somebody in, and other roster machinations could change. Potential IR guys. That too. Sure. Could change what this roster looks like once you get to that game against Dallas. All right, quarterback poll. We'll go position by position here. Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor on the roster. Tommy DeVito did not make it. We'll see about the practice squad. That'll also be announced over the next couple of days after all these guys go through the waiver claim mm-hmm. process. I imagine, given all the work he's done and his knowledge of the system, that he could be a practice squad option. We'll see. Uh, We don't know that for sure, obviously. But no surprise that Jones and Taylor are on. No, not at all, because Tyrod Taylor, by most accounts, is one of the top 10 backups, maybe even higher in the National Football League. So the Giants were not going to move him out of the number two slot. And quite frankly, it's rare these days that an NFL team will keep a third active quarterback on the 53. So there really wasn't a whole lot of room for DeVito to squeeze on there, despite the fact that he had three good preseason games, John. Yeah, he certainly made his case. He did the best he could to earn his way on. But again, it's a numbers game, and they decided that they'd rather stick with two for now. Even though now teams, if you do have that third quarterback on the roster, you can use that emergency quarterback as your 46. 7th player or 49th, mm-hmm. depending on how you work it, could be um, on, on game day. So let's go to running back, Paul. They end up keeping four. The three that were not surprising at all, really, were Saquon Barkley, Eric Gray, and Matt Breda. They end up keeping Gary Brightwell, even though he hasn't practiced in two or three weeks with right. an injury. He hasn't played in the last two preseason games. But he's on the final final 53-man roster, and a big reason of that is that he's a core special teams player. No question. Initial 53. Let's clarify yes, that initial one more 53. time. Because Thank you. You know, with with I Brightwell, keep saying final. I apologize, I know. folks. With Brightwell not being available the last few weeks, he would be one of those candidates that we talked about on Big Blue Kickoff Live the other day, where after the initial 53, he could wind up going to the injured reserve list, where you only have to miss a minimum of four weeks instead of missing the entire season. So, Jay Sean Corbin who did not make the initial 53, is a guy that you mentioned, quite honestly, in the last couple of weeks has seen some more special team snaps. It may not be a shocker if he somehow resurfaces and Brightwell, depending upon his medical situation, could be an IR candidate. And we just don't know what his injury situation is. That's something we'll keep an eye on as we move forward here. Let's go to wide receiver. The Giants keep six, which was kind of the anticipation. Uh, Wando Robinson activated off the physically unable to perform list. He fills one of those spots now heading into week one. We'll see if he's ready to go against Dallas or not. That remains to be seen. Mm -hmm. Joining him, again, none of these should be really big surprises. Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Slayton, Paris Campbell, Jalen Hyatt, and then Sterling Shepard returning from a torn ACL last year. He had previously returned from a torn Achilles the previous season. He is on your initial 53-man roster. Really good to see, Paul, but one veteran that is not in this list that I just gave you is Cole Beasley. 
Cole Beasley had such a terrific camp, but had some type of leg injury uh, over the course of the last week and a half or so. And consequently, um, it put him a little bit in a gray area. I still think he performed so well during the offseason. I would expect that there's a very good chance he winds up back in the building sometime very soon. But for the moment, he doesn't make the initial 53. One thing about Wondell Robinson, he said that all along he was shooting for week one on this regular season schedule, and he knows that even though he's been activated, he's going to be ramped up slowly, John. They're still not going to rush him. There's a chance that even if he's in uniform against Dallas week one, that he might be inactive because they need to be careful with him. And I'll just add this too, Paul. Usually when you get to a situation where you're keeping six wide receivers on your, on your roster, one of these guys is going to be inactive on game days. Good luck with these six guys oh, and know. their skills and ability to figuring out which guy you want to make inactive on game days. Or maybe they'll have all six active. We'll see how they end up working that. But that'll be a tough decision each week as you decide who's active and who's inactive on game day, given all these six are healthy on any given week. Yeah. Let's go to the tight end spot. Darren Waller, Daniel Bellinger, Lawrence Cager, all on the 53-man roster. Um, Tommy Sweeney was placed on the reserve non-football non -football injury, injury list. list. So we obviously, he had that medical situation a week ago. We don't have much clarity on that. Clearly no. not ready to play football at this point. So he was added to that list. And uh, Chris Myrick was also had the injury with the hand. So he did not make the final 50, the initial 53-man roster either. Right. Lawrence Cager, the guy who you know comes in after being cut by the Jets last year, had some flashes in some very sporadic time, but really, really solidified himself with a very strong offseason, John. I thought he played very well, caught the ball well, ran routes well. It was, it was really, to me, not surprising to see him make it. Ryan Jones, the other healthy tight end, he also did not make the initial 53. Perhaps you also want, you will probably want to have a tight end on your practice squad as the only healthy one remaining from that group. He might end up being a practice squad. Potentially. Entity. You never know. We'll see how that goes. And again, that'll be announced over the next couple of days as players go through waivers and teams put their practice squads together. Remember, the veterans with more than four years of experience do not need to go through waivers. So the other players all do. Just keep that in mind as you see teams put their practice squads together over the next right. couple four of days. Four years or more. Correct. Right. Uh, let's go to offensive tackle. Paul, we'll separate the O-line that way. Uh, just three. Andrew Thomas, Evan Neal, and Matt Parrott. Tyree Phillips, a guy that we thought could be in the mix in this spot, did not make the roster. And then, of course, you had Corey Cunningham was let go, um, as was Julian Davenport. Hamilton was waived injured the other day. And Devery Hamilton, too. Wyatt Davis was waived injured as well. He, of course, suffered that high ankle sprain. So Really a guard, but had played yeah, a little Yeah, but tackle. he had played tackle in the preseason, which is Emergency why I put him in this basis, group. That's yes. correct, yes. Um, so that's kind of where we stood in terms of offensive tackle. You know, Tyree Phillips had been dinged up. Uh, lately, uh, we, we don't again don't know the specifics of his injury, but he came back to practice the other day and had some reps. Um, so right did not now, not playing the last preseason game. He did though. not, right. and they only have three tackles on this initial fifty-three. That's very surprising, uh, unless you believe that Marcus McKeithen, who has not played tackle since he's been here this year. Now, last year he took a few snaps, but. This year, he's and he also been, did not play tackle in college. Either, no, he's exclusively, right. exclusively a guard. Unless they think that he is the quote fourth tackle, the emergency tackle behind the number three guy, Matthew Pert. 
Uh, I got to think that might be a primary spot to see some movement in the next week. Azudu, another guy that if you go back to college, maybe he had very limited action attack. Very well, not limited. a lot, but he hasn't done really anything since he's no. been with the Giants. No. So uh, th- that brings us to the interior offensive line, Paul. So let's go there. Yeah. John Michael Schmitz, Mark Lewinsky, Josh Azudu, Ben Bredesen, Marcus McKeithen, and then Shane Lemieux, who I know put a big smile on your face and mine as well to see Shane on this first group of 53 players. Finally having a fully healthy body of work to put out on the field, Lemieux played extremely well at guard in two of the three preseason games. Against Carolina, he was okay, but the the snaps at center, I'm sure he would like to have had those back. The point is, his tape at guard was very solid in preseason games one and three. And he's a bulldog type of guy that, you know, Bobby Johnson, the offensive line coach, likes. The least surprising of this group, Graham Gano, Jamie Gillen, Casey Kreider, the three special teamers. Not a surprise exactly. there. Not at all. And Graham Gano, my goodness, 250-plus yard field goals the other day against the Jets and room to spare. Yeah, 58 and 57, just booming the ball <laughs> all over the place. Really, really unbelievable seeing those kicks and, and how they just, you know, basically looked effortless. And he's, you know, he's an older kicker, too. And unbelievable really it's good fun job. to watch uh the uh, cameron lions the other long snapper in camp was let go he was weighed so mm-hmm. just one of the guys that was still here but did not make the 53-man roster all right let's go to defense paul we'll start up front with the big boys we talked about the potential of seven they only keep six Ryder anderson was kind of the one in that group that was let go uh of the big guys and then some of the vets that were let go too um, like Brandon Bryant up front, um, Kobe Smith up front. Those are some of the vets that were let go of that defensive line. Yeah. Group. The guys that made it, Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, Nacho, Ashawn Robinson, Jordan Riley, and then DJ Davidson, who I know we had a kind of debate about him on BBK a little bit earlier in the week. The front office and coaching staff must like him enough for a guy that hasn't played a snap, really, of NFL football yet, but they've seen enough in practice where they think he can help the team. So, He's on the roster along with rookie Jordan Riley. Davidson and Ryder Anderson were both in a real gray area because they had missed so much time due to injury, John. Mm-hmm. And so we really did not know, as we discussed on Big Blue Kickoff Live, how to grade those guys. There was just so little tape available. And ultimately, the draft choice, the former draft choice, Davidson, who was selected last season. Fifth round, right? W- yes, wins out over the former undrafted rookie free agent, Ryan Anderson, uh, Ryder Anderson. That's not to say that Anderson won't be back, but at least for the moment, uh, he's the odd man out. What, what can you say? I, I, I think uh, that was one of the tough positions to deal with. Now, important to note, he was not waived injured. He was just waived. Correct. Which means that's a guy you can bring back right, right. away on the practice squad. Waived if injured, you have to wait a couple of months. If he doesn't get claimed by somebody, Correct. the Giants can bring him back right away if they so choose. All right, let's go to the edge position, Paul. Kayvon Thibodeau, Aziz Ojolari, Jihad Ward, and then the only other player, and I'll throw him into this category, even though he's not really a full-time edge player, but just for our conversation, right. this is where I'll include him because he's going to play a bunch of different spots. Isaiah Simmons. And those are really the only true guys that will rush off the edge on this group. We'll see if somebody else might get added over the last next couple of days if a, if a transaction gets completed successfully. We'll see if that happens. But as of now, that's all you got outside. The two names that obviously stick out like a sore thumb, Tamon Fox and O'Shane Zimenez. Yeah. Guys who had done some things while they were here in previous seasons. Fox, of course, was a rookie last year. And 
you know, I think that one surprises me a little more. Yeah, me too. A lot because Wing Barndale and Brian Dable have both said very nice things about him when well, they've been asked. You, you know, he, he showed he showed in his short time that he's got something not just with the pass rush, but also stout against the run. Strong player. He's been, and good special team or two. He's no been question. very sound all around. So that one, that one is probably a bigger puzzler because Zimenez has been here longer, which would have given him more of a chance to shine. And, and yet his play had been inconsistent. Seemed to do better last season. Uh, but for the moment, and again, I say for the moment, they're not here. It would not surprise me if either one of those two guys or both of them wound up back in the building in some capacity very soon. Yes, totally agree. Uh, inside linebackers, Bobby O'Karake, Micah McFadden, Carter Coughlin, and Cam Brown. You now, know fans what? might be waiting for me to continue. And you know where I'm going. But Darian Beavers is not on this roster, which, look, we spoke about him on BBKL earlier in the week, and somebody asked about him, and I think all of us had him on our 53-man roster. Sure. But we did point out that I think he, I, I said, I believe my quote was, closer to the roster bubble than probably a lot of people think. And it was apparently closer than I thought as well, <laughs> because uh, he is not here, and I guess he just didn't show enough coming off that injury last year and practicing in games to... To find the way onto the roster, and frankly, I think it was the special teams ability of Carter Coughlin and Cam Brown that probably was the deciding factor there. Yeah, and by that... the way, Carter Coughlin also did a good job on defense in the preseason as well. Remember, he's changed into a new position over the last couple of years, and I think he's coming into his own a little bit. Yeah, two things. Number one, there's no question that Carter Coughlin showed a lot more in the defensive side of his game than he had ever shown before during his previous time here with the Giants. Well, this is really the first time he really was full-time inside linebacker for full offseason. They had changed him from an edge guy to an inside guy and said, okay, just work there. This is one of those cases where if you focus a guy in one spot, Maybe you can really polish him up and get something more out of him than what you might have thought originally. And I think Carter Coughlin probably exceeded expectations in that regard. Cam Brown, special teams guy. You know how I've been talking about special teams for months, John. This this particular position group, if you will, smells of the Giants knowing that they needed to address special teams. Well, linebackers is always a core special team spot. Without a doubt. Mm -hmm. and, and Cam Brown who, in my opinion, was certainly deep on the depth chart defensively, has to be here primarily because of his special team's capabilities because the Giants understand that their specials during the preseason left something to be desired, and they uh, they did not want to lose any player who might be able to add something to that unit. Yeah, Deontay Johnson also did not make it. He was the undrafted free agent out of Toledo. I don't again. I don't know what the team's thinking, but I would think he could be a practice squad potential guy. I would think potentially drafted free agent. We'll yeah, he had a really that. good second half in Detroit. Yeah, and then you have Ray Wilborn, who was the veteran that they brought in the offseason. He did not make the roster either. Yeah, another guy who I mentioned about because of special teams, and perhaps he is another guy who will boomerang and make it back into the building. I'm not sure, but but I will say this. In the short time he was here with the Giants, a week and a half or so, he didn't exactly stand out and make many great plays on specials. And sometimes if you've only got a short window to show your stuff, you better, you know, really, really shine out. And uh, maybe he just didn't do enough. You need defensive backs? We got defensive backs. Yeah. There's 11 of them. <laughs> Let's start with the cornerback position here. Dory Jackson, Deontay Banks, Trey Hawkins, Cordell Flott, Darnay Holmes makes the roster. 
And then Nick McLeod as well, who's kind of a safety corner hybrid, but I'll include him in the corner group for now just because that's where he played for the Giants last mm-hmm. year primarily. So this is your six, Paul. That means that Amani Oruwarie did not make the, the roster, and somebody else I know we were talking about did not make it. That was in final consideration. But those, those are the six that are on. Well, they pupped Aaron Robinson. Yep. Let's, let's throw that out there too because uh, that's incredibly important. This is a guy who would have been in the corner mix but uh, he's pupped for now, which means he has to miss at least four weeks. McCain coming off the concussion, they must feel like that's not going to be long-term. Well, he's in the safety group, you yes. know, Because mm-hmm. he's in the safety group. Uh, and then the other thing, injury-wise, uh, we look at Javarius Owens, who had a hammy the other day. And we look at Nick McLeod, who we do not know anything about his injury status. And he hasn't been available for several weeks so yeah, he this, got hurt before the joint practice. Yes. In Detroit even. Yes. So that's quite a long time to be out. And yet we still don't know what's going on with him. Um, but the Giants have decided he's on the initial 53. I would imagine since he's been out as long as he has, he would be a potential IR candidate in the next 24 hours. That's simply a guess because he didn't see any preseason snaps at all. That's what made this group at 11. A little surprising to me. I think we'll see some some mathematical uh, changes coming up with the secondary. And Cordo Flott's been dealing with an injury too. He is not pl- practicing yeah. for a couple of weeks, and Jason Pennock's been banged up too. So, two but they play- have played preseason snaps. One hundred percent. And I and those don't all these guys. I believe Brian Dable. He don't think he did specifically with Owens, but the other guys he's all day to day. He said he did. So he did. Got another. If they've missed a lot of time already, you got two weeks until Dallas. You hope that they might be. Able- be able to be back and be ready to go. And you mentioned a couple of the safeties already just to give the fans uh, the whole group. Xavier McKinney, Jason Pinnock, Dane Belton, and you mentioned Bobby McCain and Javarius Owens were on as well. Yeah, I mean, bottom line is the Giants had a handful of guys because of injury status toward the end of the preseason. They had to make a few sticky decisions, which, again, may clarify themselves over the course of the next 36 hours. (laughs) They will, and there's your roster, folks. Again, we're one short, but who knows? Maybe we'll have a transaction that gets completed. Technicalities and paperwork that need to be squared Over the next couple of days, we'll see how that goes. Um, And then we'll track what other changes are made once waiver claims are in and you can sign free agents and replace guys on the roster, as Paul has mentioned a couple times during this. Things can change as well. And, of course, stay tuned to Giants.com, the Giants social media channels, as you track those roster changes. And then, of course, as the Giants put their practice squad together as well, we'll try to have that information for you right here on Giants.com and all of our podcast platforms. For Paul Dettino, I'm John Schmelk. The Giants have their initial 53-man roster, sort of, and then we'll continue to track. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you next time.